This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome into Magic Drive Time. I'm your host, Jake Chapman, and we are presented, as always, by International Diamond Center. Wednesday, January 8th, the Magic winners now of three of the last four. And tonight, the final game of this four-game homestand, the Washington Wizards in. Magic hoping they can make it a perfect four-for-four season sweep against the Wiz this year. But Washington, very dangerous. They've got wins just in the last week or so over Miami, Denver, and then the Boston Celtics on Monday night. The Magic will need to mind their P's and Q's tonight, certainly if they want to get the dub before headed out west for just an odyssey of a road trip. We're going to check in with Brandon Kravitz in segment two, and I've got a one-on-one with Kem Birch that I want to share with you in just a moment. But let's look back at the last couple games for the Magic here. Some very positive trends developing right now. Steve Clifford has been very happy with his defense over the last uh, two weeks or so, and Obviously, you love what you've seen from Markel Fultz the last couple nights. Uh, He was outstanding on Monday, basically won the game for the Magic in the fourth quarter, career-high 25 points. Rebounding numbers have been good in the new year, and it's funny, there's no way you can replace what individually Jonathan Isaac brings defensively, right? But you look at the guys filling in right now, and that's mostly Ken Burch and Wes Awundu, and defense is the strength of both of those guys. So moving forward without J.I., Magic should still be a very tough defensive team, but you're going to need to find some scoring pop from somewhere, which has basically been the issue all year long for this team. And then having Kem Birch on the floor certainly helps free up Terrence Ross, and that's a big positive. We know how Kem sets those solid screens, and I was crunching some numbers the other day. I talked about this yesterday. Screen assists, which are exactly what they sound like, points that come after a screen's been set. If you project the numbers per 36 minutes, Kem Birch is fourth in the league in screen assists per 36. And I was asking Coach Cliff about it this morning, and it's kind of an interesting dichotomy between Vooch and Kem and then Mo Bamba and Mo is he's way behind those two right now as far as setting screens um, but I think there's there's some promising signs part of it is mental and timing and it's going to come eventually for Mo um, just knowing you know w- placement and how different uh, guards like DJ Augustine or Terrence Ross or whoever um, you know likes to come off that screen part of it with Mo is just surface area when Mo adds some bulk he's going to be able to set pe- uh, set better picks as well but then part of that is that Mo is often popping rather than rolling. And if your momentum is moving you like out to the perimeter rather than toward the front of the rim, then you got to kind of open your body up with that half pivot, and that can mess with your timing as well. So not to get too much into the weeds, but I think you certainly see with DJ Augustine and Terrence Ross specifically the difference between when they're running pick and roll with Kem Birch and when they're running pick and roll with Mo, and I would throw Vooch obviously into uh, the Kem Birch uh, mold. And so hopefully Mo's taking notes when Cam and Vooch are setting screens, um, the Birch tree, as I like to call Cam Birch, and, and we've been talking all year about um, about what Cam Birch is able to do in order to free up Terrence Ross. I think you're seeing that right now with Cam getting a little bit more of an extended look now that Jonathan Isaac has gone down. And 
We've also been talking all year about our podcast network, Orlando Magic uh, Pod Squad, dropped yesterday, uh, excuse me, today, and the fellow sat down with our CEO, Alex Martins, that just hit uh, a couple hours ago, so make sure you check that out wherever you find your podcast. My podcast, Magic Weekly, came out yesterday, and it featured a one-on-one with the Birch Tree himself, Ken Birch. We talked about setting screens. We talked about Canadian basketball. We talked about his emotions when Jonathan Isaac went down, and I'd like to share it all with you right now. It's Magic Weekly Podcast. Jake Chapman, Ken Birch, kind enough to take a couple minutes here with me. And, Ken, an interesting start to the year of 2020 for you guys, certainly. Go back to New Year's Day, obviously an emotional night for you guys. The next 24 hours, you, you hear about J.I.'s injury and then a big emotional win against the Miami Heat on Friday. You get to start at the power forward spot. What have the last couple of days been like for the team, sort of emotionally, and then for you uh, individually? In terms of J.I.? Well, just in terms of the emotions, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was kind of a low when you found out oh, yeah. that he was going to be hurt for a while. You, you get a big high on, on Friday night with the win. Yeah. What's kind of been just going through your head? Because I, I realize it's difficult to watch a teammate go down, but it, it does present an opportunity for a guy like you. Uh, I mean, like, J.I. is like my little brother. Um, I was very sad when I heard about that, but, you know, the I always look at stuff positive and, you know, he didn't tear, uh, you know, the MCR, ACL, so I'm happy about that. He's only out for two months. Uh, about speaking of the opportunity, uh, it's, it's a great one, and uh, you know I played power forward two years ago with the old Miami Heat roster with Bogle as a coach, so I'm kind of uh, familiar with it, and uh, I'm just using it as an up t- opportunity to get on the court. The adjustment to go from five to four within Coach Cliff's system is it more like a mental adjustment, kind of knowing your responsibilities, or is it more just about the personnel and and basically needing to do some different things physically on the floor? It's, uh, it's actually both. Um, the four man has a lot of responsibilities, and on defense, it's way different than the five man. So, and uh, also, uh, just you know, also the personnel is different as well. Playing with Mo, um, you know, we tend to kind of do the same things. We kind of uh, you know, because we're both we've been both playing the the five, you know. So, you know, you'll see sometimes go after the screen, go to set a screen at the same time or do the same thing. So, you know, it's definitely a personnel thing and uh, it's obviously going to take a, a adjustment, um, you know, a couple more games or you know, a, one, a game or two. So. You mentioned setting screens. It's obviously a big part of, of what you bring to this team. 4.3 screen assists per game. You're like 12th in the league right now, but that's at 21 minutes. I mean, you're better than some of the best centers in the league by that metric who are playing 12, 13 more minutes a game than you. What, what makes you so good at screening? And, and, and kind of define for me and, and maybe for some of the listeners, what makes a great screen? I, I feel like being a good screener is I'm being unselfish. Um, you got to really want to hit the, the guy that – guy that has the ball, his man, uh, and try to get him open. That's what I try to do. I try to get my teammates open as possible because also it frees me up at the same time. What's what's that feeling like when, when you kind of get that 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 firm contact and you know T. Ross is going to get an open look here because I got this guy pinned to me? Oh, it feels great. Um, when my teammates score off, when I, when I set my team, teammates up, um, I, I feel great. I don't really necessarily care about stats. I just got, try to get the win. And like I said, that kind of gives me open at the same time. That kind of unselfish approach to the game, is that something that you've always had? Is it something that maybe it's kind of a, a Canadian thing, a Montreal thing, or, or maybe your path here? I mean, obviously, you've had to scrape and claw for every opportunity you've had. Has it sort of developed over the years? Um, I think it's been since I've been playing basketball. Honestly, when I was like an All-American in high school, I remember my teammates telling me they loved playing with me. I've never been a guy who's averaged like 20 points or, you know, I've been trying to score. I've always like played defense and try to help my team win. That's been since high school, and I've carried that through in college and now. So, 
you know, some people will say, oh, well, he doesn't average this amount of points, but like that's not that's never been my game. My game's always been trying to win and just help my teammates out. I did want to ask you about Canadian basketball. You're kind of a low-key guy, and so I think some Magic fans maybe don't know about your background a little bit. Um, what does it mean to you? I mean, where Canadian baseball has, uh, basketball has gone basically since in, in your career, and I'm a little bit older than you, and I've seen it go from, you know, the Routens and, and then Rowan Barrett, and now you got RJ and four first-round picks last year were Canadians, six Canadians drafted last year. I mean, it's really on the precipice of being something very special, and you've been kind of in the middle of all of it. Oh, man, I think we're in, like, the golden era of it right now. But it can it can expand in the future, and I'm just trying to tell, I'm trying to send a message to the young guys that you know they can do big things. You know, I feel like our era kind of failed with that. We didn't make the Olympics, so um, that's the reason why I played Team Canada last year because those guys can make three or four or five Olympics in the future, uh, and that's something that um, guys in my era kind of failed to do. And you know, we're t- hopefully we get there next year. But I don't want to get, say, the young guys to go through the same thing we had to do. How special was that for you, the opportunity to, to play big, meaningful minutes last year uh, and kind of and put your stamp on the team? Uh, I mean, it was special, but at the same time, like I said, I'm, I'm a team guy. I don't, like, I don't, if we, even if I play big minutes and get good numbers, if we don't win, then it doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. I just hopefully hope that people come in next year so we can make the Olympics. You look at this team right now, you got the Brooklyn Nets in tonight. It's, uh, it's been kind of an up and down start to the season, I guess. You've obviously dealt with a bunch of injuries. What do you guys need to lock in on these next couple weeks with all the changes that you've had to get where you want to get? Uh, just like, like you said before, um, personnel. Um, you know, we have a lot of injuries and guys coming in and out. So right now we just got to find uh, our, you know, our niche and just go with it and every night you know, because we're fighting for those last two spots in the East right now. So if we want to make to, if we want to make it in the playoffs, we really got to play hard every night and really know our game. What's the identity of this team need to be? I mean, does it need to be basically what the last 30 games was last year? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think our first identity needs to be definitely defense. And then from that, we should uh, offensively get confidence offensively from that. But it should definitely be defense first and then offense second. Appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. All right, there he is, Ken Birch, Jake Chapman here with you. It's Magic Weekly. And a big thanks to Kem for stopping by. And, uh, of course, make sure you keep an eye out on the Orlando Magic Audio Network daily podcast content wherever you may find your podcasts. Orlando Magic fans, be part of the action when big games come to town. See the Magic face teams like the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and Los Angeles Clippers as they visit Amway Center. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. See big games Above all, when we return, we'll head down I-4, check in with Brandon Kravitz at the Amway Center. It's Magic Drive Time. BK, when we come back, right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, pack the Amway Center and cheer on the Magic as they face some of the biggest names in the NBA. Show your pride for Magic above all and don't miss the biggest matchups of the season against teams like the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and Los Angeles Clippers. Be there live when players like Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Kawhi Leonard come to town. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. See big games above all. 
This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Evan Health, feel whole. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the do. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168 equal housing. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Ah, yes. Thank you very much, Mr. Gordon. Welcome back in. It is Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. Magic Wizards coming up in about 45 minutes over on 104.5 The Beat. And in about 15 minutes on 104.5 The Beat, we'll have Magic Tonight, hosted by this man. You hear him all afternoon on this very station. He and the Shot Doctor do a phenomenal job with Chris Vasquez on In the Zone. He is Brandon Kravitz down at the Amway Center. And BK, when you and I talk on the pregame show, we call it the bounce pass, right? Uh, you bounce pass it to me. You set me up. I knock it down. I'm going to label this the kickout. The kickout with Kravitz. <laughs> so I'll kick it out to you at the Amway Center. You knock down the jumper with that silky smooth stroke. How's that sound? Oh, I like that. Yeah, my, my, And I've been working a lot on my form, so I think I like our chances today. Okay, very nice, very nice. Uh, I understand no Brad Bill tonight, correct? 
That is correct. Uh, he's not going to go yet again for uh, the Washington Wizards. He's missed the last couple of games for them. It was a game-time call. He's got a leg injury, um, and it was one that we kind of had a feeling it was we weren't going to find out till under the gun. He did. He, he was at shoot-around today. Yeah, I was so watching him. Kind of I mean, a, he, kind of a, yeah, kind of a thought that fine. he was going to play. Right, exactly. So uh, they think they have a busy weekend coming up, so – they uh, maybe they're just they're holding him out for that. Davis Bertans isn't going to go either, and and he's likely not to come back for uh, for them until about Friday as well. So they're undermanned today, but I wouldn't sleep on them even with that. The NBA is a really it's a really weird league, and uh, without their two best players, they're on a two game winning streak right now, having beaten the Celtics and the Nuggets, two of the best teams in the NBA. So go figure. Yeah, and and they're without Thomas Bryant too. Um, they got Yamahimi back, but Thomas Bryant's a big cog for them in the middle. And if you go back a little over a week, they they beat the Miami Heat just before New Year's Eve too. So I mean, this team is obviously very capable of kind of jumping up and biting. Yet with Beal specifically, you know, with Wall out this year, I think it it kind of feels like. You know, I don't know, sort of a, a feel out. Let's see who's going to be around next year and moving forward. Almost like we saw with the Brooklyn Nets, where everybody's just kind of auditioning to play with Kyrie and KD next year. This Wizards team, let's start there, I guess, because I, it, you don't want to risk injury to Brad Beal. He's obviously such an important part of the future and of basically everything that the Wizards are doing. But some of this young talent that they're bringing in and developing this season, I have a feeling if they get healthy, they get Wall and Beal right next year, this team could be very, very dangerous. I think it does depend on re-signing Davis Bertans because he's very important to what they're trying to do, and he's going he's gonna to make a whole lot of money this summer probably, so I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that. Um, but I couldn't you see this team sort of you know, all of a sudden next year being a, a, a top four or five seed in the Eastern Conference? Well, the only reason why I would say no is because I feel like I could say that about a number of teams. That's fair. I feel like the Bulls are right there. I feel like the Hawks, even though their record is terrible, that they're right there. It feels like the teams that are above where the Magic sit right now aren't going anywhere. The Nets, I mean, the Nets are in the eighth spot right now. They're, they're going to get remarkably better, better than anybody yeah. come next year with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant out on the floor. So I, I want to say yes because the talent is there, but the Eastern Conference is getting tougher every single year. So I, I don't know where they fit in, and that's why I kind of feel like this year has been an odd year for them. It feels like they have their toe they have like one foot in, one foot out, and I can't tell exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, but there are a lot of young pieces that you can feel good about if you're a Wizards fan. It's just a matter of, of is, is, is Beal here for the long term? Can you get Bertans to stay? And what does John Wall look like when he comes back? Because he is a man who is – his game is – is predicated on speed. Does he still have that when he returns? Yeah, a uh, media member. He was there today watching uh, <laughs> watching them shoot a rod, and a media member said, oh, I bet you wish you were playing tonight because we know what you do in this building. And he's like, oh, yeah, I love that warm <laughs> weather. Uh, John Wall high atop the list of Magic Killers. It's Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you. Brandon Kravitz with me down at Amway Center. All right, let's go back to Monday night. Um, I, Brandon, I... I you I like following you on Twitter, especially during the games, because you always give me the reaction what the what the building is like, especially when it starts getting jumping. The reaction of Magic fans when Markel Fultz gets it going. How does that compare to say a, a Terrence Ross three with a man in his face, uh, or Vooch taking somebody <laughs> to school in the post? It, it, it Markel, especially in crunch time, he gets the place jumping, doesn't he? 
Well, you know, it's like every guy has their own reaction. Right. I noticed with Vooch and DJ, you get a lot of oohs and ahs. What Vooch does in the paint, as Richie often says, it's poetry. Right. And what he does, it gets a lot of those kind of like gasps for air. Same thing with DJ. His ball handling skills are tremendous. But, the, yeah, there are three things that get this crowd alive more than anything else. It's an AG dunk. Mm-hmm. It's anything Markel Fultz does. And it's a Terrence Ross three with a defender in his face. Uh, and, and Or when you need it the most, and he's able to knock it down and he's wide open. You know, those are the biggest reactions that you get. But I, I don't know what it is. Perhaps it's the fact that he went first overall. There's so much upside there. He's humble. Markel Fultz is incredibly likable. The fact that Philly kind of gave up on him in a way and, and, and that you feel like he was slighted, so he's got this underdog feel. There's something that's fan favorite, that there's a there's so much appeal with Markel Fultz. I asked a question on my personal account the other day. If there's one guy that had this remarkable breakout season this year for the Magic, now that Jonathan Isaac is out, who do you want it to be? And it wasn't even close. It was like 75% of the vote said Markel Fultz. Mm. This guy is just an instant fan favorite, and the fans here love him. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, talking to media from around the league and to, to guys who covered him in Philadelphia, I, I'm not sure people understand how good a kid this guy is. I mean, I dealing with him has been just a, a joy, and he's always very gracious with his time. But, man, and we talked about this a little bit earlier this year. You wouldn't blame Markel Fultz to, to be weary of fans, to be weary of the media. And he's just like, yeah, I'm an open book, and I will share with you um, you know, anything that I need to. He's such a good kid that I think everybody's rooting for him beyond just the basketball, just wanting him to come through what he's been through. And let's talk about that a little bit because he's been very open the last couple of days about the thoracic outlet syndrome, which I found interesting. I think some people thought it was just one of those things that he was going to be cured eventually. And he's like, no, this is a preventative maintenance thing. I've got exercises that I have to do every day. That's called being a professional. And he's he's very open about the fact that like this might not ever be fixed. This is something that I have to work through on a daily basis but he even said from the beginning of the season to now it's already feeling much better um what did you think about his comments about kind of what he goes through on a daily basis to get himself ready to play and for a kid his age to have to go through that I think it shows how much he loves the game of basketball well and the fact that with Philly and the and the problems that that he faced there it was uh, so much of that was physical, but I think equal parts mental. And obviously his ability to talk about it as openly as he does now and understand that perhaps he never gets back to whatever the original point was, but it doesn't mean that he can't become a great player. It's just a different type of a great player. And the fact that he's wrapped his head around that at 21 years old is really remarkable. I'm as impressed with him as you are. I remember when, when I sat down with him at Media Day and I asked him, I said, You've got this throng of media around you. Everybody wants to know how you are. This is the first time you've talked to us since you've been here. And are you nervous today? And he kind of looked at me like, you know, I've been doing this since I was 14 years old. So, um, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm used to answering questions about, you know, my basketball abilities. And so it kind of – it actually took me aback a little bit and went, you know what, I I think he's got a better head on his shoulders than a lot of people would imagine just because of the challenges that he faced early on in his career. But clearly he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got good perspective, and we've seen the progression now. Uh, If he can give you this maybe, say, once every four nights – I mean, imagine the season that he can put together. 
and that the Magic can put together. I don't think he was one of those players that we talked about when the when the injury to J.I. went down is, well, what if Markel Fultz becomes the guy? Right. Well, the other night he was the guy. He was the guy early on, scored nine points in the first four minutes, and he scored 12 points in the fourth quarter. That's the guy's status. What if he is? What does the team look like then? And and it's possible. And so a game like tonight intrigues me because he's played well against the Wizards a couple of times already this year. He had a 20-point game against them earlier uh, earlier on. So uh, tonight intrigues me, and I hope that he keeps it up. BK, always a pleasure. Appreciate the time. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple minutes over on 104.5 The Beat on uh, on Magic Tonight. All right? Looking forward to it. All right, there he is, Brandon Kravitz. You can hear him uh, on the pregame show, Magic, tonight coming up in just a little bit over on 104.5 The Beat. Bold, different daring from Orange Groves to Orange County. The all-new Orlando Magic City Edition jersey celebrates what makes Central Florida the ultimate destination. The color orange fills this jersey with energy, and the ORL on the front of the jersey makes it truly Orlando. Stop by the team shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or visit orlandomagicshop.com today to get your City Edition jersey and be ready to rep the ORL. L. That's going to do it for Magic Drive Time tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Bold, different, daring. From Orange Groves to Orange County, the Orlando Magic City Edition jersey celebrates what makes Central Florida the ultimate destination. The color orange fills the jersey with energy, and the ORL on the front of the jersey makes it truly Orlando. Stop by the team shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or visit orlandomagicshop.com today to get your City Edition jersey and be ready to rep the ORL.